welcome back to part two of season two of the Teach and Coach GA podcast. I hope you and your family had a wonderful holiday, Christmas, and New Year. We took a break there at the end of October, leading into the uh, leading into the New Year, uh, realizing that I was going to be busy with things and that listeners would be busy with things. It'd probably be a good time to catch up on some recordings and uh, and get prepared for the second half of the season for the podcast. So. Uh, this week, though, we are back at it, and joining me is a former student, Abby Hogston, who is uh, wrapping up school here soon and her student teaching, and jumped on the podcast to share a little bit about her story uh, in uh, student teaching and the impact that uh, that she has had on her students in her classroom. One big thing I look looked for as I as I went back and, and listened to this podcast, or I should say, one big thing I took away as I went back and listened to this podcast was. Uh, the word ally that Abby uses to describe her relationship with her students. I really thought that uh, that was a great term to use as we look to uh, impact and connect with our students is to be their ally. And I specifically think of, I'm a visual person, right? So I specifically think of the, uh, the ally bank commercials now uh, where they sort of connect ally to the end of all kinds of different words. And uh, I think uh, that really connects with what we need to be doing with our students as being an ally for them. So I won't hype Abby up at all. Uh, She is uh, an awesome former student and uh, with a great story to tell. So hope you'll take a few moments, listen to Abby's story and uh, see how it can change and impact you as you enter the second half of your season in education this year. Joining me this week is a former student of mine, which is really sort of weird to say that I'm interviewing a former student, but a former student of mine, Abby Hogston, is joining the podcast this week. Abby, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. So I told Abby as we came into this, I'll do my best not to just simply refer to her as Hogston, because uh, as a student, that's who she was. She was just simply Hogston. Uh, so uh, really excited to have a chance to, to speak with her. She reached out to me. I don't know, maybe a few months ago, she's getting ready to start her, I'm going to call it student teaching. I don't know the exact words, phrases for stuff anymore, but we'll call it student teaching. And uh, she was excited to uh, to get started. But uh, Abby, sort of tell us your background, uh, sort of what you're, where you're going to school, what you're majoring in, and sort of how that's going. Yeah, so I'm a senior at KSU, Kennesaw State University, and I'm majoring in middle grades education. So I, when I graduate, I'll be certified in fourth through eighth grade. And you have to pick two specialties. So I'm a social studies and an English language arts. Those will be my okay. little fields. Very cool. So yeah, we didn't have to pick two when I was in school there. It was, uh, you could pick one and go. But as I was telling Abby, as we were getting started, uh, they encouraged us to pick more than one because uh, KSU, as I was graduating, told me there was no jobs in education. That I'd pick the wrong field. So it, uh, at least it's a little bit better outlook now than, uh, than what I was looking at before. Uh, so very cool. So wrapping up soon at KSU, uh, can you tell us about sort of the student teaching experience? So it seems like forever ago when I student taught, um, maybe I guess technically it was forever ago, but uh, sort of tell me your experience student teaching. What is it like now? Uh, what was your your take on it? Yeah, so I am student teaching. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the middle school, but um, I'm in Cherokee County and the middle school that I'm at is awesome. I love my student teaching experience. Um, I love the administration. They're great. They're very hands-on. The teacher that I'm with is the best. Um, I've just had a really overall positive experience. I love my kids. Um, I could not have asked for a better 
place to student teach at. The student teaching itself, I was very, very anxious to start. Um, I wasn't really sure if education was the right field for me. I was kind of having a little like quarter life crisis. <laughs> um, but when I got matched with my teacher off the bat from the email she sent me, I knew it was a good fit. And the kids have just really reassured me that education is the right thing for me. Um, seeing them every day and just getting to talk to them and, you know, just build relationships with them is really reinforced that the classroom is where I need to be. So it's been a very like eye-opening and rewarding student teaching experience. That's awesome. So what grade level are you student teaching with? I'm in sixth grade right now. Sixth grade. So I knew the answer to that question, but just, uh, just letting everybody else know sort of where, where you're at and what you're doing. It's awesome. Cause you actually are, are student. T- I called it, to- we called it toss when I was at school. Uh, we had to do like this, I mean, maybe it was like three months of toss. And then we did another semester of like, uh, I don't know, six months, five months of student teaching. Um, and I'm just guessing random numbers because I really don't remember the exact numbers. But we we were at the same school, which is really cool. That is uh, where you're doing. That's awesome. You're doing your student teaching. I can sort of envision the stairwells and the. I can still see the gym where we did the uh, the teacher student basketball game, uh, just like it was yesterday. Um, so that is that is awesome. So my experience doing toss and student teaching. Some of the areas where I went in, I was the same as you first. And I think all teachers are. They go into their first classroom experience and it's like, oh my gosh, right? Like I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be in charge. Mm-hmm. And my demeanor as Hoxton, as Abby can tell you, <laughs> is is very, I'm sort of laid back. Like I, I want to have fun while I'm teaching. I don't want to be like the hard nosed, do what I say teacher. Um, I want to have fun because that's just my personality. So when I went into to toss or that classroom for the first time, it was like, oh my gosh, like, do I, do I be serious? Do I get to laugh and joke? Um, and, and I didn't know what to do. And a teacher told me, you're not supposed to laugh. You're not supposed to uh, smile before a certain night. Maybe it was December or whatever the oh date gosh. was. And I was thinking, are we serious? Like this, uh, this would be brutal. So uh, I'm happy that your, uh, that your experience went better than, than, yeah. than that. But, but I think that everybody, like you said, has those nerves as you go into it. So was there a moment when all of a sudden you were like, ah, like deep breath, this is okay, I can do this kind of moment? I think, honestly, so KSU had sent me an email saying I got paired with my CT, my coordinating teacher. And within like 20 minutes of Kennesaw sending me an email, she had reached out to me and sent me this big, long email, like, welcome to the school. Here's everything you should know for the first day. Do you have any questions? Here's a little background about me. I'd love to know more about you. And so she really just made me feel very welcomed and accepted. And she, at the very end of her email, had written, there's no such thing as dumb questions. Let me know. I know you're going to be anxious on the first day. And so that kind of spoke to my soul because I was like, I feel like I have a ton of dumb questions. And so (laughs) it just made me feel very welcomed and very accepted. And off the bat, I just knew that we were going to click. And from that point on, um, she's been an amazing mentor to me and just made me feel very comfortable, kind of opposite of your experience. Like, you know, the second I walked in, she was like, yeah, goof around with them and, you know, yeah. get to know them. You know, sixth graders are not scary and they're very nervous too. So we just let them know that you're also nervous and you're also learning alongside with them. You know, that's huge. And so from that point on, I've just been doing that. <laughs> yeah. I love that, that statement of learn along with them. Cause I actually tell my students that I'm, I'm teaching now that 
uh, and I, when I email the parents, I should say, I tell them that I appreciate the opportunity to learn with their student because mm-hmm. really I think teaching yes is transferring some knowledge, but it's also this opportunity to be creative and uh, sort of do things out of the box. And uh, I've, I feed off my students' creativity is what I tell my kids, like seeing the things they're doing creates ideas for myself even. Yeah, exactly. So um, it's really a lot of fun to, uh, like you said, learn learn with your students. I just thinking back to Tosna, I just had a flashback to the teacher next door had a big sign on her cabinet that said, there's no place for sarcasm in education. And I'm thinking, I just thought back thinking, I remember seeing that sign and thinking, oh, I'm really in trouble because I, I am a goofball and I am sarcastic. So this is, this is a problem. <laughs> uh, and I think you might not remember, I might get myself in trouble here. I, I used to tell <laughs> I used to tell students that whatever teach you, teacher told you, there's no such thing as dumb questions lied to you. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely remember that. <laughs> but it, it was meant to be a joke and not, and not be mean, but there would be kids that would ask a question that you'd think, all right, I, I literally just said that, or, or what, what, where is this question coming from? You know, you're teaching about, you're teaching about space and a kid asks a question about I was watching a NASCAR show the other day and you're like, yeah, this has no connection, but, uh, but it was meant That's to be fun. Yeah. 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 So it was meant that to was be meant fun and a joke, but, uh, hopefully it came across that way and not, uh, not the mean teacher that didn't want to hear kids questions. Um, well, awesome. Well, Hawks, I'm happy that was a good experience for you. Um, as you go into, and we talked a little bit about this before we got started, uh, I love teacher Twitter. I love finding positive people to follow on Twitter, uh, education-wise. Uh, and outside of education, I, I still follow The Rock. I still have the dream of one day looking like The Rock. And I used to tell my kids that the only thing going for me right now is the mass, you know, the balding situation. Uh, but, uh, but that's still the goal. But following just sort of fun, influential, uh, positive people on Twitter. Uh, but there also is a lot of negativity on Twitter around education, whether it's uh, – coronavirus and, and COVID or whether it's uh, time investment or pay or whatever it may be that that's on the plate of teachers that that is tough to deal with. Um, so as as you get ready to go into it, I'd love to hear your perspective about what you're excited about, uh, what you're looking forward to. So these are to me those sort of things that are the foundation. So when you have those bad days, because no matter what profession you go into, there's always bad days, right? Whether it's education or accounting or construction or whatever, there's always a bad day. Uh, but, but having that foundation of I'm doing this because I'm excited about this, or I love this. Uh, what are those, what's that foundation for you? What are you excited about? What are you, what are you looking forward to? Yeah. So I think that's really important to just remember because I feel like education gets a lot of flack, like, Oh, you're a teacher, you know, and you know, any career you go into, yeah, there's going to be negatives. There's going to be positives. But for me, just, little moments with my students, um, whether we're talking, you know, I have one student who wants to be a video game designer when he grows up and we were doing a lesson and it was about economics and supply and demand. And I don't remember the question, but he asked me a question and I used an example of, okay, well, when you have your video game design company one day and I just looked back at him and he was just like smiling, you know, the biggest smile and like just having those little moments with students where they like know that I care about them and that I can demonstrate that I care about them as people. Um, that's what keeps me going because yeah, you're going to have bad days. You know, your kids are not always going to, the lesson's not always going to hit the way you want it to hit or 
you know, your students might be a little cranky and they put you in a bad mood or admin might do something, whatever. Um, but just knowing that you are making a difference with these kids and you have the power to, you know, inspire them and build relationships with them and help them become the best version of themselves. Because I think at the end of the day, being a teacher is more than just, you know, making sure they know how to do fractions or, you know, making sure they understand sub-Saharan Africa. You know, it's about (laughs) building those relationships with them and like being an ally for them. So you know, just those little things with my students. I had a student bring me a bracelet the other day. I was supposed to be in the classroom on Friday and I wasn't. So she came in on Monday and she's like, I made you a bracelet and you weren't here. And I hope you like the color orange is the only one I have left. And she was really like nervous that I wouldn't like her bracelet, but um, just little things like that. It's like, okay, this is, this is why I'm here, you know, just being with the kids and getting to be that support for them and, that ally for them while also teaching them because I love to teach as well, but (laughs) yeah, that is awesome. And I think sort of what you're saying, being an ally and being there to support them is that kind of stuff coming first will make the learning for it easier because we, we do learn, in my opinion, we learn better from people we like and that, that we know like us. Yeah. Um, And uh, it's not always easy. There's kids. It's not always easy to like. Um, But, but, uh, it's like you said, we have to remember we're their ally that they have sometimes things on their plates that we don't know about. Um, oh, yeah, that, uh, sure. that sometimes, you know, may, may cause some of those behaviors. And if we're uh, there as a positive ally for them, um, you know, we can begin to make a difference in, in that. And it's something I wish as a teacher that I saw more. I think sometimes my head was in the sand and I, I had this sort of rosy glasses on of, all kids are awesome when they go home, their life is awesome when they, you know, everything is wonderful. Um, and it wasn't until I maybe got a little farther along in education when I realized, unfortunately, that, that wasn't the case. Um, and hopefully that, uh, that those kids that, that were going through those situations still knew that I, I loved and cared for them. So, um, that, that's can, awesome to have that perspective already. Thank you. And I can say like, you know, being your former student, I think you definitely were one of those teachers that helped mold me into, like the, the teacher I aspire to be, um, you kind of shaped that mindset for me because, you know, every day that I came into your class, I knew that like, no matter what was going on, you were going to joke with us and make us feel comfortable and, you know, just be our, like, you know, obviously you were the teacher and you had that authority, but we weren't afraid to like talk to you. And if something was going on, we could come to you and, you know, we knew that you cared about us. And, um, I I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. I still keep in contact with, um, shout out Nevia. Um, and so <laughs> can use, yeah. Um, and so she feels the same way. Like I, you know, told her I reached out to you and she's like, Mr. Barks, you know, so we have very fond memories of just being in your class and, um, yeah, we definitely learn better. You definitely want to listen to the person talking if, when you know that they care about you and, you know, yeah. So just uh, babbling, but you definitely, no, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank thank you, Hogson. That, uh, that that really does mean a lot. And that email you sent saying you're going into education that that made my day. I'm I'm not one that that keeps like a file of of stuff. Like I don't. I'm just not a keeper of things. But that is one that I, I put in the archive on the email list. Uh, I'm honored. Hang on to. So it uh, it uh, it meant a lot. And and to know that that you are pursuing education, I think, is super exciting. And it was also really cool because she reached out to me saying, "Hey, I'm teaching teaching sixth grade." And I've never taught sixth grade. I taught seventh grade. Uh, I taught sixth grade in TOS, but I mean, it really wasn't, 
they, they, people were just feeding me content and I was just telling <laughs> you know, the kids the content I had. Uh, but this year, my school system that I, I help with still with online courses wanted me to teach sixth grade. And I was like, how crazy is this? Like I'm, Hawkson's teaching sixth grade. I'm, I'm going to sixth grade. It's, uh, we, can, we can battle through sixth grade together. So, uh, but it's been a lot of fun teaching that age group. I've always told people, sort of like what you were saying when you talk about, uh, you know, you hear, hey, I'm a teacher. And people are like, oh, gosh, you're a teacher. You've got to deal with this, this, and this. Uh, same kind of thing when you say I'm a middle school teacher, then you really get to look like, oh my goodness, you teach middle school. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I, I used to tell people it's the best age group to teach because they're still young enough where they come in, they're excited to see you as the yeah. teacher, but they're also old enough where you can still joke with them uh, and, exactly. and have fun with them. Right. So um, my jokes wouldn't have landed with a you know a third or fourth grader, but with a seventh grader, it, it works. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I love, love teaching middle school. That was, that was a lot of fun. Like I said, just that age group, I think is, is a lot of fun. So, um, well, as we, as we look to, uh, to, to wrap up Hawks and what, what is something in your, your professional life or your personal life, uh, that you're proud of? I always like for people to share something that they're proud of because I think it sort of motivates us and reminds us and sort of keeps us going down the path that we're, we're striving down. Um, in my personal, well, I guess this is personal and professional. Um, I'm proud of almost graduating. I don't know if the education program, um, is the same as how it was for you, but it's a little crazy. It's a little hectic. Um, and so there have been many times where I know myself and some of my peers have been like, we're switching majors, but I'm glad I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm almost there. Um, so I'm proud of myself for, for getting through and, um, I'm just proud of myself, student teaching, I guess. Um, you know, I'm sure you remember I was a little awkward seventh grader. I'm still kind of a little awkward seventh grader inside. Um, so I think <laughs> we all are. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the older I get, I'm like, okay, we're all still just trying to figure it out. Um, but I think that I've really come out of my shell a lot during student teaching and I've been able to you know, form bonds with kids and learn from other teachers and not be afraid to go up and ask questions and just, you know, build relationships. And so I'm proud of that. Um, and I just, yeah, <laughs> just proud of the experience. I'm loving it. And I'm just really excited to graduate and to have my own little classroom. That is, that is awesome. That is super exciting. Uh, to, to have that light at the end of the tunnel, I'm 100% with you. It's funny because every time I finished a degree, I said I'm never going to school again. So I remember I graduated high school and I was like, school stinks, never going to school, like, not going to college. Then I went to college and it took me seven years to get my four-year degree, but I got it. Right. So went went to college to finish my bachelor's at KSU and I said, I'm, I'm never getting my master's degree. There's no way. And then my wife encouraged me to get my master's degree and then I got my master's degree and then I finished that. And I was like, there is no way in the world I'm going back to school. And now I have my specialist degree, right? It's like, it's one of those that just keeps on going. And in all of that, all of my hatred of school, I've been a teacher, <laughs> but I've often told people, I think sometimes the best teacher, just like you said, like, I'm so ready for this to be done. I think sometimes the best teachers are the teachers that sometimes didn't like school because they recognize that it's not school's not perfect. School is not doesn't always work for every kid. So we have to go outside the box and do things exactly. differently. So I, 
Uh, I think having that perspective is a good thing. Yeah, you'd be empathetic to the struggle. One hundred percent. The struggle is real. The it struggle is. is real. It truly is. So, well, well, I don't know if the school box store still exists, but when you get your first classroom, I, I was super excited to go to the school box store and like pick out the posters and stuff. Yes. Even as a dude, to decorate my classroom was a big deal. Uh, so uh, I, I'm excited for you when you get that chance to to throw up those posters and uh, pick out all those designs. Your your border around the around the board. Although by the time you probably got to my classroom, I'd, I'd outsource that to the kids and just like, <laughs> open the cabinet. You'll find stuff in there, decorate however you want. But that, that year one decorating is, uh, is a lot of fun. Can't wait. So. It's going to be chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely will. So Hogson, well, it's really been a pleasure to talk with you and see you again and uh, excited for you as you, uh, as you start your journey into education. And I know a lot of teachers listening will probably be excited and maybe even rejuvenated a little bit to hear that, that, uh, excitement coming from you as you get ready for your your first first classroom here soon so thank you oxen for taking the time to join us of course thank you for having me this was exciting so much fun to be able to go back through and listen to that recording with abby and just hearing that perspective of a student teacher and the excitement and joy that they have for the classroom and sometimes as we get a little bit farther into our teaching career we forget some of those things so it, it's good to hear that perspective Something I never did when I was a classroom teacher was was have that student teacher uh, there with me as the, you know being a collaborating teacher with them, and I look back at it and it's something I wish I had done. Uh, I'm trying to rack my brain to think if I even had the opportunity. I want to say there was a form you could fill out, and knowing me, I probably just never filled out that form. But I, I hope that you, after listening to that, that encourage you to maybe uh, fill out the form for your school and look to be a collaborating teacher for uh, for someone as they enter that new new field of education uh, you have a lot you can give right you have a lot that you can influence uh, with the teacher coming in uh, to that education world and it, it it can have a huge impact on their lives as you heard abby uh, mention with her uh, collaborating teacher that just uh, that first email and that first connection knowing that you know what this is going to be okay i've got this uh, so Make that impact on a, on a uh, student teacher's life as they get ready to enter the education world. And again, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Abby's story. And uh, really look forward to sharing with you next week as I sit down uh, with the creator of bestmomideas.com who's making a difference in education in a little bit different way with, uh, with books and uh, different things to be able to impact not only uh, students at uh, the elementary and middle school levels, but also toddlers uh, that are you know, you know, getting ready to enter preschool. So really, really cool stuff coming in next week as well. Huge shout out again to Abby for joining me this week. Thank you, Abby. And uh, thank you all for listening and taking the time to plug in here with Teach and Coach GA. Remember, you can find more content at teachingcoachga.com. All the other podcast episodes loaded up there as well or on your favorite podcasting platform. And as always, please take a moment and share the podcast with a friend or a teacher down the hallway. Let's keep this thing going and keep this thing growing. Thank you so much. Hope you have a wonderful day.